Hi, and welcome to the Art of the Profitable Lifestyle Gym podcast. I'm Chris Thorndike, a 14-year practicing brick-and-mortar gym owner. In this podcast, we'll talk you through how to grow your gym membership base with long-term members, how to create a consistent flow of leads, and how to enjoy running a gym that gives you the income you need to live the lifestyle you want. I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month take home and make $5,000 a month in gym profit. Hello and welcome back to the Art of Profitable Lifestyle Gym podcast. I'm Chris, your host, and today we're diving into this week's episode on lead follow-up mastery. Uh, these are going to be proven techniques for group fitness owners to maximize their sales, maximize their opportunities every single week if you apply these proven strategies that we use in-house, as well as you know what we've done over the years to really build stronger relationships so that people stay with us longer. At the end of the day, uh, what we value is relationships. We value people that we can work with on a long-term basis. And that's really what helps build the foundation of the business. Your recurring revenue is your uh, oxygen. And uh, if you do not put effort and energy into following up with leads, you're going to find yourself in a couple issue uh, or problems inside your business. And I want to talk uh, openly about what's happening right now with uh, the folks that I'm talking about or talking to on the phone um, with issues that are going on in their small group training business, what I've seen and experienced. So we're going to do a deep dive, guys, uh, into lead follow-up. So first, what is lead follow-up? Lead follow-up is that step in the process of uh, getting a new client and it's immediately after a lead, a name, a phone number, uh, an email address comes in expressing interest. So the question is, well, what do I say? When do I follow up? What information is important to a lead? That's where we're at in the enrollment process. Now, I want you to think about this in two uh, kind of phases. I like to break it up into the initial uh, lead follow-up. These are the communication touch points that um, I want to reach out to every single person that uh, comes into my facility. And I've designed that around um, getting the most out of this person who is right and who is the ideal client converting in the next 10 days. Okay. So there's some urgency placed into this context and this messaging. Then the other um, phase of this is our long-term nurture. Okay. And nurture is a common term used for lead follow-up as well. Uh, you're basically going to care for these folks who have, have not made a buying decision yet, but they also haven't uh, not expressed that they were disinterested. So we have to recognize that um, those are the two kind of phases that work best to organize in your mind. Now, what I've seen in a lot of small group businesses, a lot of uh, experienced and non-experienced owners, to be truthful, is there is a lack of um, follow-up. You know, and in, in uh, still to this day, uh, I, I hear of people coming to my own facility and said, hey, I called this person, this person, I didn't get a call back. Um, I left a message or I shot an email, I didn't hear back. So we live in a day and an age, guys, that technology is way too good um, to let those things go uh, on in your business. 
and they're inexpensive, they're intuitive, they're easier uh, to understand, and it's a long-term investment in your business. You know, when you think about it, when you're on the coaching floor um, or you're in meetings, you can't follow up with people, but it doesn't mean that they're not urgent or wanting information from you. And speed is king when it comes to uh, making sales quickly, but also keeping up with your sales targets each and every month. So if you're feeling overwhelmed in this area of lead follow-up because of uh, not knowing what to say or when to, to send things or not feeling like you have the technology and it's all manual, um, that's why we're having this conversation now. There's, there's been a insurgence of kind of technology brought into the gym space. And uh, I absolutely love it, but I think it's being underutilized. So how does a lead follow-up problem uh, get recognized in your business. One of the first things that I'll start to see in here is a low sales volume, a missed revenue uh, goal. And this can happen in a single month. This can happen over uh, quarters or years. But it translates into if we're not hitting our sales goals, if we're not hitting our appointment goals, well, then there's something going on if you have leads and a steady supply of people interested, but you're not converting into appointments and sales. So that's where you need to start thinking about um, on you have a cog in the system or you have a bottleneck in getting people into your business. And that's why lead follow-up is going to be really important. Um, so... If those two things are apparent in your company and you're starting to notice them, those are red flags. And it's truthfully probably why you took interest in this topic and episode, but also not having a lead follow-up system, not having clarity on what to say, when to say it, what information is relevant during this buying process. Um, you're gonna notice that you're gonna put way more energy and time and even expense into trying to create more and more leads um, only to later find out that if you had a lead follow-up system, you wouldn't be working so hard because what information is relevant to one person is likely going to be relevant to most people or all people interested in your program. So this is something that's going to serve you on the long-term to build this out to include it with every new person that reaches out and get organized in both what can you automate, but also what are your manual steps that you wanna take someone through who is interested, not ready to buy, but is interested. You know, what can we do to make sure they're moving through this experience, getting more and more confident, getting more and more likely uh, to say yes to an appointment, uh, to, to work with you, it's getting more and more close to saying yes to uh, signing up. So I think we have to put some value on this period of time between the point of reaching out to you and the, the point of contact and the point of sale, right? And for many of you, um, you may find that even if people book trials with you, there's a gap in the time in which they reached out to you and then you actually get them scheduled in. Or some of you go right into a call 
or a in-person appointment. And there's a gap in time between that point of contact and that particular meeting. So following up during that time is only going to strengthen the relationship, only make you more um, appealing because you're providing things that are on their mind, their worries, their concerns. There are things that are happening in that gap of time that if we don't address, you're becoming less and less likely to be that person they enroll because it also gives them time to continue to search for answers that they're nervous about or find important before meeting with someone. And if we're not providing that information, well, then we're less likely to stand out as the person who has the solution to their problem. We're less likely to uh, build confidence that it's worth showing up to, that it wasn't just a moment of motivation and they've, they've moved on and they're, they're gonna no-show or ghost. So it's also going to validate and increase the likelihood of showing up for those appointments that you do have. Um, in addition to the more appointments that you do have, the more likely you're going to enroll more people and grow your sales. So let's talk about this. This is the first moment I think that uh, you can establish relationship. You can build upon someone who doesn't yet know you, like you, trust you and begin building that relationship in a unique way that is relevant to small group training and coaching. So you're missing this opportunity if you're not building this relationship and getting to know them. What I found um, most valuable about texting and emailing people immediately is that we have the opportunity to jump right into a chat. And believe it or not, a lot of people value text messaging more than they used to, more than they ever have, I think, because it's instant. They're used to texting their friends and picking back up with conversations if they're not available. And it's a great exchange of short, specific uh, information that they're going to use to make a decision quickly or feel more informed. So if you're not yet texting people, Think about that as the starting place of the relationship. It's the breadcrumb that you get to kind of drip all the way to an in-person relationship and prepare for that even stronger uh, connection when you do meet with them at a later date. So that's one of the most important parts is we have to remind ourselves that we're a relationship business. So ushering people through uh, and making them wait for future appointments uh, there's risk in, in not just starting the conversation and getting to know them. I also think that this is a part of your brand, that if someone reaches out to you and you are not responsive, if there's no real face to a name, you know, you're not going to have this personal you know, mom and pop community feel. Um, it's going to be uh, an appearance that it's disorganized or it's uh, not going to be someone who's going to be available to coach them through their process because they can't even uh, respond to an initial lead, someone who is willing to pay them money. So your, your brand is in jeopardy, and then that reputation can spread. Of They don't have good lead follow-up, or I reached out, but I never heard back. 
So with that being said, you know, there's the opportunity of speed. You know, those who respond quickly are the ones that likely earn the opportunity. And if that isn't built into your current system and way of doing things, you're un undoubtedly losing sales. And the question you have to ask is, why are you not doing this now? What is it about following up with the lead that's making it challenging? And maybe it is what to say. Maybe it is not having you know, the software uh, that's helping and assisting in this process while you are in meetings or on the coaching floor. And I think about those moments where um, just making a, an introduction and saying, hey, thanks for reaching out. Here's some expectations about the program. It doesn't need to be an elaborate, uh, complicated you know, uh, flow of messages, but just a touch point, guys. So that's a great starting place. Because at the end of the day, this is your buying experience. When you think about service for your current members, take that same analogy and apply that to prospects and say, what's my service like for new prospects? What do I want that experience like from the moment they meet me through learning about what I offer to learning about you know, what I can do for their goals or how well do I understand their challenges and their issues going on? And do I have reasonable solutions? So it's an education. It's helping more and more people become informed so that they will feel ready to take the next step with you. So that's why I say speed is king. And then having these processes in place are only going to support a stronger brand, uh, a better relationship, and a more informed buyer who will soon trust you over a competitor who is non-existent on the communication or delayed or not talking about the things that are relevant to them. So it's about putting yourself in the shoes of your prospects. And that's why lead follow-up is continuing to be such a impactful system to create in our businesses. And it's, it really stretches beyond just the point of sale to uh, the stronger the relationship you create with a prospect, it is adding up to longer term member uh, relationships. And as you guys know, you know, churn is a major part on a monthly basis for gyms are regularly losing people. Some of those you can't control, I know, but many would stay if you only ask the right questions up front or built a stronger level of expectations. And this is where it starts. You know, so lead follow-up is also a path for longer-term members, not just converting more sales. And that speaks to, um, it matters not just what you say, but how you say it. It matters opening up and building a relationship versus treating someone like a number. So that's the power of lead follow-up. So let's talk a little bit about this as a process for those of you guys that are interested in getting this cleaned up in your business, getting it organized, strengthening your businesses and brand ability to follow up with people. So the initial 10 days that I spoke about, that is what I call initial lead follow-up. 
then after that period of 10 days, we slide into what's called long-term nurture, okay? And the initial lead is about converting, building the, and establishing the relationship, making sure they have the characteristics, the qualities uh, that I look for in long-term members and people that are ready right now, not just financially, but physically and mentally, uh, they're going to be committed, right? And that's why there's such urgency on the response time, the information, and helping this person truly buy. And that's why speed is such an important piece. Then the long-term nurture is recognizing whoever reached out and did not respond. Well, they were interested, but why didn't they buy? Uh, why didn't they reach back out to you? And it's very common. I want that to be known. You know, when you're doing regular uh, promotion and going out and looking for leads and uh, seeking out new clients, it's very common that you know over 50% of leads can be lurking or social listening, meaning that they're nervous, they're scared, they're unsure. So what they do is they'll opt in for more information but not act, or they'll only get so far in your process before something distracts them. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're not interested. They're just not ready right now. So we, we have to take this approach of filtering this list of people that are interested and then start to separate them into those that are ready and those are committed to starting now, right? So there's those kind of layering processes why you want to take a look at what you're doing in this initial 10-day period to immediately start investigating and finding evidence that you know these are the right people. Uh, they are ready right now. They are committed. Uh, they do see the value um, for the cost. And then the long-term nurture is about tapping into the thoughts, the concerns, and uh, giving them a firsthand look at your solutions for people like them. And when the time is right, and after enough uh, time goes by for them, and it's gonna be relative, that you've got a certain level of trust, awareness to your solutions, um, a connection. You could even say that if you're talking about the issues that they're experiencing, you're going to be more aligned than a competitor that never, you know, followed back up with them. So over time, it is not uncommon to get, you know, someone back in the door of starting a conversation who never responded as long as you continue to follow up with people. And it'd be a year, but they read the emails. If you go back and, you know, you look at the data that these systems can provide, they open them, they click on links and just life for them right now, they weren't ready. But if you never had that, you never followed up, you never continued to message them, you never continued to help bring them closer to uh, the problem they're experiencing, closer to the options and solutions that you have for people like them, well, then they're going to stay extremely distant. You know, the term is cold lead, right? They never warm up to the idea of working with you. And we have to take responsibility for that if, if we're seeking to help more people. But we're not set up in a way systematically 
to do that for every person that reaches out, it's going to feel hard for you. It's going to feel like it's this chore that never gets easier. And what I see often is people either never start because they don't know where to start and what to do, or they get burned out trying to do it manually. You know, so let's take a look at some of the time uh, sensitive so you can get a deeper look here. When we follow up with people initially within the first 10 days, we have upwards of 10 text messages, sometimes several a day. Um, one of my initial sequences is the first message that someone will get from me is, hey, thanks for reaching out. Here's what you can expect in my program. And we just help them see that, are those the results that they're looking for? Are we a good option for them? And then the second message, I introduce myself, send them a picture. And then we make sure we can hop right into a conversation all within just a few minutes of them opting in. But it's important to me that they get information from me immediately because I could be on the coaching floor. I could be in meetings. And it's also important, I think, from an owner lifestyle that you're not tied to the phone 24-7. Um, you've got organizations set up in your business to work smarter and more efficiently. And then on the back side of that initial campaign is emails. We're diving a layer deeper into what the common problems are that people are saying to us in our sales calls or what questions they've texted us or emailed back. And we, we build this database of people are concerned about whether they can get the results that they want with you. People are concerned about um, if they're ready or fit enough. Um, people are concerned about price. So what do we do? In those series of messages, we're breaking down those problems or those objections or, or those issues. And we're justifying and explaining and telling stories of our members so that they can become more confident in responding and starting that conversation and getting moving forward in their own journey. But if you don't supply that, yeah, they're, they're not going to feel connected. They're not going to have that relationship. So that's the power of both text and email at the initial 10-day um, into a point of contact. Then let's talk a little bit about the long-term nurture. I like to send one email every single week. And you might say, Chris, you know, I, I don't have time for that. Well, this is the power of having a coach or resources as well. You're a business owner. You know, you invest in things because it's going to make your, your business better. It's going to improve your overall experience for current members or prospects. And that's what's going to allow you to raise your rates. That's what's going to allow you to offer a better service. And some of you have neglected that as you have an opportunity to raise rates and provide a better service, but you look at the work in front of you and say, well, I can't do that. Well, then maybe it's once a month that you're messaging your people, right? Some of you say, oh, that's not enough. You can do every other. But start is my message to you. You can't do nothing, especially when you need sales, especially when uh, you desperately want to grow and hit your targets and get to you know, the game of business. Everyone has this expectation of where they want to be. But if you're not on track and you're not feeling like you have momentum, well, you have to do something. Doing nothing is not an option. 
So once a week, we continue to educate, pull those stories in, tap into what's in their head, why they're stuck, help them become aware of the problems. Most people really don't see how big the issues are uh, when it comes to not being where they want to be with their, their health and their, their fitness. So it's our responsibility, I believe, is to educate them. And it's through that education process that they then start to warm up, then start to think about those changes. But they're, they're just, you know, kind of blinded um, in a sense or overwhelmed with the amount of information out there. They don't know who to trust, but they will begin to trust someone that continually uh, reaches out to them and, and wants to share, wants to be a guide for them. So in addition to the emails, we'll also text message on the long-term basis. You know, so checking in with people at a more personal level. And remember what I said, people love text messages. You know, think about when you connect with someone, you know, from uh, a friend level all the way up to an acquaintance or, you know, truthfully, when I do a lot of business, I like texting people and learning about the product or getting initial information just to start the relationship. It makes me feel like it's efficient, it's effective, and then I can take more steps if I'm interested. You know, and you can share links in text, you can share videos. So it's come a long way and it becomes a valuable part of your service when people are buying. So the combination of that initial, uh, you know, messaging with an emphasis on urgency to get them the right information at the right time while they're motivated and inspired to start. And it's not about forcing it. It's about developing the relationship so that it strengthens the opportunity for both of you to get what you want. Prospective client wanting results and outcomes that they couldn't get. You wanting to work with someone new and feel excited to get them on track for their journey. And yes, make money. And then the long-term nurture of recognizing that not everybody's ready right now. And that doesn't mean that they're not going to be ready one day, but they will give more credit and connection to someone who continuously reach out and is familiar to them. So it's with those two understandings is where your lead follow-up system becomes solid, becomes something that you trust and rely on, something that you work on and innovate. And it, it just simply grows from more and more leads initially following up with you in responding to then your appointments uh, growing to your sales growing. But it starts with that awareness to, you know, we, we must, if we're going to improve, follow up with our leads and, and be an experience for them. And then also be aware enough that as owners, it's our responsibility to educate our community. And they're going to have a lot of opportunities to do different, you know, hobbies and, you know, different styles of training. And if you're not an advocate for yours in showcasing what you're doing for your clients and how you're helping people and your solutions to, you know, fitness problems, well, then you're not going to stand a chance of that person six months from now or a year from now when they get that pay raise or, you know, they start to feel more settled in town that they're ready. So the power of this is what I just want to introduce you to. And I hope I've made that clear 
that this is not, not an option, we'll call it, for serious business owners. You know, and if you're not doing this right now, this is the next opportunity for you. Um, and like I said, I'll end on this. It's going to strengthen the number of appointments that you have. It's going to provide more sales opportunities. And then it's going to improve the long-term member relationships because they're going to trust you through the buying process. And that is a very difficult thing to find. Someone willing to guide you, to educate you, and you haven't paid a dime. So that's why I say that buying experience is like a service for your prospects. However, the only way to be able to offer this, guys, is we have to recognize as a business, a professional business, we are only able to offer up levels of service like this if you charge for them, if you build it into your price. And you know you're ready to build it into your price when you see that you're not at your appointment levels. You're not at your sales levels. And it's because you're likely uh, experiencing, yes, a lack of skill and possibly a system in, in, involved, but also you don't have the resources to do it. You don't have the energy or the bandwidth. You're kind of running around doing all these things and it's not yet important enough. But if you slow down and you start to realize that following up with your leads is actually one of the most important things you can focus on. You don't earn the opportunity to work with a client unless you enroll them. And you don't earn the opportunity to enroll someone unless you open that door and start that relationship. So don't skip that step, guys. And certainly don't neglect it. If you've been in business for years, this is your next biggest opportunity. So thank you guys for listening to The Power of Lead Follow-Up. Um, and I hope you've taken away some of these proven techniques that we've used to consistently enroll uh, profitable members every single month, building relationships, educating people in our community. And I know that if it can work for us and my clients here at Factory Forge, it will certainly work for you. And uh, if you're someone who needs help knowing what to say, when to say it, how to overcome you know, pricing uh, questions and guide people through a buying experience, then I invite you uh, to hop on a call and start talking about my coaching program, where I'll guide you through the process. I'll help you implement and execute these steps so that you too start seeing the increase in appointments, the increasing sales. This is a learned skill, guys, and it certainly is something that you can set up in terms of a step-by-step -step process. We've got you covered there. So if you do not have a business coach and someone guiding you through this process, uh, let's chat. So thank you guys for listening. If you want to reach out to me, go to factoryforge.com forward slash call, and we can set up a conversation to talk more about lead follow-up in other areas of your business you're looking to improve. If you're ready to start growing your membership base with long-term clients and building a gym that gives you income and lifestyle, then I want to invite you to apply to my program where I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month, take home, and make $5,000 a month in gym profit without spending all of your time working by implementing our proven process, the Lifestyle Gym Model. Head to factoryforge.com forward slash apply to apply to work with us.